Hello and welcome to the Feck It Fun, Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly and I'm here to provide regular bursts of information and inspiration, some neuroscience applicable to eating disorder recovery, perhaps a few rants, but otherwise lots of positivity with a bit of a Feck It attitude, some fun and a sprinkling of fabulousness to help everyone find freedom in recovery. Hi, welcome to this episode of the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. I'm Helly, I'm an eating disorder recovery coach. Today's episode is to spur you on and encourage you to never stop being gung-ho about your recovery. Most people start their eating disorder recovery really fired up and motivated and they're ready to attack the eating disorder and they're ready to attack their recovery in a real gung-ho, I'm going to eat everything, I'm going to do this, yes, bring it on type fashion. And in those first days or maybe even the first couple of weeks, they really go for it with their eating, they really jump into the fears, they really get their eating up there and they, they experience that exhilaration for a short while as well that you know they're managing to overcome the eating disordered thoughts to a certain extent, they're managing to do things that they haven't let themselves do for so very long and it feels exciting to them, it feels like they're winning because they are And so they are feeling really, really motivated. They're feeling really, really spurred on and they are going for it with their eating and trying to make themselves rest at the same time or drop the other disordered behaviours, drop the purging, drop whatever else it is that is their weapon of compensation. And they're really motivated to achieve all great things in their recovery and go at it a million miles an hour. But then that snake that is the eating disorder can creep back in and bite them back. And unfortunately, this happens to most people at some point in recovery, where the eating disorder will let them make a bit of progress and feel great and be ramped up and charged up and gung-ho. But then every now and then it will creep back in and it will bite back and it will bite back hard when it can. And so the eating disorder might just slip back in and it might start to tell them that it's okay, it's great, you can manage a big burger and fries now, yay! You can manage a huge creamy milkshake or frappuccino, hurrah! You can eat a tub of Ben and Jerry's. So then they start to pull back a little bit and think, okay, yep, I've proven to myself now that I can do those things. I've proven to the eating disorder that I can do those things. All is great. I've got this recovery thing in the bag. And so they start to pull back. And next time they decide when they go out for a burger, actually, this time I think I'll just get the small burger and fries because I know that I can have the big one. You know, I've done that. I've proven that. But this time I'll just have the small one. Um, yeah, okay, yes, I'll just have the small one and I'll have that milkshake, but this time I don't think I will have the cream. Thanks, no. Frappuccino without the cream is absolutely fine. I know I can do it with cream, so yeah, not this time. Thanks very much. And then next time they're sitting watching telly in the evening and they think, I really want some ice cream. 
Instead of eating the tub of Ben and Jerry's, suddenly it's crept down to half a tub. And then maybe actually, okay, yeah, I, I can eat Ben and Jerry's now, it's cool. So then next time, maybe just a couple of scoops. And things slowly start to pull back, often without them even realising necessarily that it's happened. And unfortunately, this is all still restriction. This is all still the eating disorder, really trying all the mind games it can. It's persuading them that, yep, you've won at recovery, you've done these things, great. But, you know, you don't need, you don't need the large fries. You, you're okay with the small ones. So even though actually deep down they do still want the large fries because they've still got that hunger and that high hunger for it all and they still really want to have those large fries, they still want to have the cream on the frappuccino and they're not in a place yet where they can safely make that decision about whether they genuinely don't want cream. The eating disorders crept back in and that is therefore still restriction. Deep down, they still want the cream. They still want the large fries. The fact that they're now not opting for those things is restriction. But just because they're still eating these foods, because they're not having them in the quantities that they need to be having them in, in recovery, and probably actually, as I said, in the quantities that they still want to have them in, and with the additions like the cream or the sauces or the mayonnaise and everything else that make them taste more delicious and more nutritious, they're really restricting still on how they're eating them and the eating disorder is still winning. So okay, it's good that they weren't eating burger and fries at all a few weeks ago and now they are eating burger and fries, but the fact it's gone from the large burger and fries down to the small and maybe holding back on the mayonnaise shows that the eating disorder is getting those victories back. And this happens so commonly. It happens to most people who go through recovery. So if this is you at the moment, please don't beat yourself up about it, but take notice of what's happening. Notice that the gung-ho attack at recovery that you had at the beginning has maybe slid back slightly. Because when you can notice what's happening, then as I always say, knowledge is power. Because yes, after going at recovery fully for a couple of weeks, that's when the anxiety starts to increase again and the emotions can come back and the thoughts can be more powerful. And that can make it all so much harder to keep going in that really full-on gung-ho style that you might have started recovery in. And as I've said time and again, recovery is exhausting. It takes so much mental energy. It takes emotional energy. It takes 100% full brain focus just to keep on top of the eating disorder all the time. And it's no wonder that after a week or two of being full on in recovery attack mode, you become quite mentally exhausted. But in order to keep going with your recovery and not drag it out for years, you just have to find ways to allow yourself to rest as much as possible and to limit how many other things you need to focus on in your life at the moment. 
so that you can keep all the energy you've got in your life, in your body, in your brain, keep all that energy to keep going at recovery with that same attack mode so that you get this recovery process done. Because the danger is that if you lose the gung-ho attitude and the gung-ho attack in recovery, those little restrictions start to sneak back in, like, as I said at the beginning, missing off the cream on the frappuccino or having the small fries with the burger. Those little restrictions, they start to increase again. And suddenly then, before you know it, the frappuccino has become a cappuccino. And then the cappuccino has become a tea. And then the fries has become a salad. And it all just snowballs back. Before you know what's going on, you're back to where you started. And once you go back to where you started, the only option you've got is to start going at it all over again. And, you know, recovery is hard work. You don't want to have to be putting in this hard work time and time and time again. So whatever you do in your recovery, please stay gung-ho. Keep opting for the food options that are the most challenging and the most terrifying. Always go large. Always add the additional toppings to whatever it is you're ordering. Always have the additional sides with it. And never let it slip back. As they say, once you've had it in your day, in your new recovery diet, once it's in, it's in. You keep it there. So if you've been having the big fries with your burger, then it's big fries from now on until you're fully recovered and you can make that decision from a non-restrictive and non-disordered perspective. Keep gung-ho in your recovery. Aim high, aim large. Keep your foot on the gas with your recovery. You can do this, but you know, take your foot off the gas even slightly with how you attack recovery and all too quickly that eating disorder can worm its way back in while you don't even realize it's happened. So stay gung-ho, but also stay alert to what is happening in your recovery in terms of your eating. And when you notice things have slid back, you know what you've got to do. You've just got to pick yourself up again and you've got to go back in full-on throttle attack mode. I'm Heli. I'm an eating disorder recovery coach. If you want to know more about me or my coaching, then I'm on helibarnes.com, and otherwise I'll speak to you very soon. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Feck It Fun Fabulous and Free Eating Disorder Recovery Podcast. Don't forget, eating disorder recovery doesn't have to be boring and doesn't have to be serious. Now go and grab yourself some food and have a fabulous rest of the day.